Brain Lava, a marketing and tech podcast for curious minds. I'm Megan. Today's Brain Lava topic is photography tips. And I am joined by my birthday twin, Stephanie. I'm Stephanie. I'm a graphic designer here at Odea. And we both have mothers who are beautiful and birthed us today. January 8th. Many years ago. Yes. Undisclosed amount of years ago. (laughs) So yes, photography. We're talking about that today. It's an exciting and maybe sometimes scary time to decide, hey, we actually need to invest in a photographer and a, a full-on photography shoot for our brand and what we need to do. And um, we've got some tips to help you think through what it is you're going to need to do in order to make that really worthwhile and a success. The first thing you really need to think about is what are these images for? What are you going to be using them for? What platforms will you be needing them in? You know, are they print? Are they online? You know, a a lot of times, mostly what we're using a lot of these photos for is web, websites that we design for people. And then it's kind of like, all right, well, are then most of these images horizontal? And are they going to be very high or very thin? And do we need room to place copy on them or not? Those are very important things to think through and communicate with your photographer. The other thing I think when figuring out what you're trying to do is staying focused on the immediate task at hand. So if it is a website, determining what images you need for your website, but not getting distracted with a campaign that's maybe way too unrelated because depending on when your photo shoot is and how much time you're dedicating to it, you don't have forever to get every photo that you want. So you might need to do multiple photo shoots or um, break it out throughout the year kind of depends on the situation but point is not to try and do it all in one shoot and focus on getting the most important images and the amount of time that you have right exactly that brings me to my next point which yeah that prioritization you know let's say your first priority is launching your new website and a secondary priority is you've got a trade show coming up like next year or something like that. So being able to make that full list of things that you want to capture and bringing the ones that are most time sensitive maybe to the top and also maybe clustering which images that you might be able to take together. You know, let's say you've got a full 20 products that you want to to photograph, but you know, five of them should be in this kind of scenario and five in this and five in this. You know, making sure that they're clumped to be the most efficient for when you're taking them. And a big one will be communicating with your photographer. You know, different photographers have different styles. Some photographers we worked with have been very like, you know, relax, go with the flow, shoot from the hip. And that has worked for us to be able to get a really wide breadth of images to choose from. But other photographers that I've worked with have been very like attention to detail and fastidious with like, okay, we need to set up with a tripod. For instance, one of my previous photo shoots client was for a beverage. And so we would concoct these very specific scenes that then we need to focus in on this cocktail with. And you know, that was a little there was a much different setup than it would be if it were going through maybe like a warehouse or a production facility where we just need to kind of capture different segments or different people working on things. So yeah, really communicating with your photographer on what it is, what their style is, how much they think they'll be able to get through in a day so that they can feel comfortable 
in what they're bringing professionally to the table. Yes, I think you have to remember that your photographer has a lot of experience, maybe in your industry, maybe in others, but it's all going to carry over. And collaborating on them with your shot list and agenda and just thinking through any questions you might have or ideas you might have with them prior to the shoot, you might be surprised the ideas that you come up with together and shared experiences that they might have that will make your plan and your photo shoot itself stronger. I think that's important to remember that they're professional and this is what they do and they have a lot to offer to your specific photo shoot. Yeah, and that's another really great thing to make sure that you do before your photo shoot day is to have a pre-production call or a pre-pro call, as us in the industry call it. (laughs) And that's a phone call that you want to have with all of the key players, you know, everyone on your team, on like the client side, the team on the agency side or the vendors that you're working with, whether that's the photographer and their assistant possibly, or any other vendors that you're choosing to include. If you're going to have a stylist of any sort or like hair and makeup, all those people should be involved. So everybody's kind of on the same page and got a good baseline for your your day. And on those calls, there's information that you will probably discuss to pass on to people who aren't on the call but are participating. So if you do have models or if you're shooting in your facility and maybe not official models but people working that you're trying to capture naturally, there might be information they need to know such as what to wear or how they might need to change their work day that you would want to give them as much notice as possible. So thinking through all of those details that you might forget ahead of time. So that's why it's important to have those conversations early so that you can be as prepared as possible. So the next thing you'll want to do is make sure you've got your shot list and your schedule that you can maybe outline before your pre-pro call and then adjust it as needed. And so your shot list will be what you want to shoot in the order that you want to shoot it. And then your schedule will coincide with that as far as how the day is planned out. And the things that you want to make sure you don't forget to schedule in there is scouting, whether photographer scouts the location before the shoot day or on the shoot day. Make sure that time is scheduled in there. You'll also want to schedule setup and breakdown time. If we do have any props that need to get set up or if your photographer has a lighting kit that they're going to use, that's going to take time to set up and take down or move around. And last but not least, make sure you schedule breaks. I remember one of the first video shoots I went on, we were just so excited and gung-ho to do everything. We forgot to schedule a lunch break and our videographer was like, um, excuse me, I need a break, please. (laughs) Don't um, forget about please me. Please don't forget about me. Yeah. So definitely don't forget to give yourself some time. I know this is a very exciting full day, but yeah, you need to keep your energy for yourself and your, your whole team working People on People still need food and bathroom breaks <laughs> and a rest. And also I think related to that is providing like food that makes sense. So we just did a, a photo shoot last month with a client that had children there. So we made sure to have like plenty of snacks and like juice boxes and stuff that they could eat. And had we not thought of that ahead of time, we would have had some crabby kids that needed some fuel and we would be scrambling to find what we had in our bags to feed them. So something that you may want to talk to your photographer about or talk with your fuller team about is whether or not you may want to add other vendors to your photo shoot. Depending on the photo shoot and what you're photographing, it might make sense to add on you know, your photographer might have an assistant to help them with their equipment. 
and or lighting or a second shooter to get b-roll footage or kind of behind the scenes things we've had cases where it's been very worthwhile to have a hair and makeup person on set just to make sure everyone is really presenting their best foot forward yeah even if you're not i think when people hear hair and makeup they think that they're going to be like all dolled up and not looking like themselves especially for something like headshots like you want to look natural and you'd be surprised once you're working with a hair and makeup artist how they can make you look natural and give you like enough lip color or enough um, foundation so that your skin isn't shiny and just like keep your hair like they'll adjust your hair while you're getting photographed to make sure that there's nothing out of place and so while those things may sound like too much or unnecessary or like frivolous it's actually very critical you'll appreciate having that on hand. Mm-hmm. Right, it'll really give your photos um, an added polish that if you are making the investment to take them, make that extra investment into making them really polished is really worth it. Mm -hmm. And with that too, depending on the type of photo shoot, a stylist might be appropriate, whether that's a clothing stylist for dressing like the the kids, the shoot that you guys did. Or I've worked on something like I was talking about that beverage shoot that I did. We hired a stylist to come with a bunch of different prop options. And so we had like these this great glassware to choose from and like little spoons and mixers and placemats and you know really getting a variety of textures into that shoot gave it a lot more depth and richness than we could have had without one. Definitely. So last but not least, when the day of your photo shoot comes up, you're gonna feel very prepared with your agenda and your shot list and your team's gonna be prepped and ready to go. But as with anything, make sure that you're feeling flexible and expecting the unexpected, whether it's good or bad. Just because you have a shot list doesn't mean you're going to get everything on that shot list accomplished, but it also means that there could be opportunity to photograph things that you weren't anticipating ahead of time, but is a good opportunity to photograph it when it's there. So just be open to changing your agenda because that will probably happen, whether it's a positive or negative thing, just anticipate that. Right. It's always nice to have some extra items as you make that priority list of what it is you want to capture to have a good ballpark of what you think you can accomplish. And then if you have some extra time in the day that you can scoot in a few more, awesome. And if there are a few things that you can't get to, you won't be heartbroken. Yeah, I think we probably both experienced both sides of that. Times where we don't make it through our whole shot list at all. And then times where we end early by some miracle and then have other things we can get to because of that. Mm -hmm. So after all of that, if you have been considering a photo shoot, but you maybe feel like you're not quite ready to commit, we also have a few tips on if you are planning to DIY photography for your marketing use. I would say that there are two major things to keep in mind. Lighting is one of them. I think lighting can really make or break the photos that you take. And natural sunlight is really your best friend. So you don't really want to shoot something at like high noon when the sun is like blasting you in the face. But if you have, you know, like a window, an office window or some way to get some diffused sunlight even coming in that's really going to put a really natural warm beautiful glow on everything whereas you know fluorescent lighting or sometimes office lighting can get a bit harsh Mm -hmm. and create strange shadows or strange colors that wouldn't normally be there and the other thing to think about is composition you know a lot of times you might hear of people talking about depth of field in your image that's when 
you actually have more going on in the background. So it's not, I would say a lot of times, um, people's first reaction of oh, like, oh, let's do headshots of our new employees. And they will have them stand in front of like a blank white or cream wall. Mm-hmm. And while it's nice to make sure that the background is not too busy, what you're actually doing is just creating kind of a very flat and uninspired, uninteresting image. And if you can put people in a place where there is maybe like a hallway or some interesting, I don't know, if you can get outside and there's like an interesting line of trees kind of trailing off into the distance, that can really just bring so much more depth and interest to your photo without getting too overly busy. Um, Yeah, so I feel like that is our uh, list of tips that we can share with you today. Uh, Also, one more. Oh. One more tip. One more tip. Don't forget to have fun at your photo shoot. It can be a really exciting time, and we've seen that it builds a lot of excitement in companies especially because they feel special to celebrate what's going on and get new headshots or whatever it is. Yeah. So enjoy it and... Yeah, and like sometimes people sometimes people get really nervous to be on camera and you know, if you can just kind of build excitement and joy and playfulness around it, it can really break down those barriers of nerves or any any reasons people are getting in their head. Yeah, have fun. That's a good one. We'll put put that at the top of the list yes. of to-dos. <laughs> and I would say that's it for our January 8th recording of the Brain Lava Podcast. As a reminder, it is Megan and Mai's birthday today, so you can send any gifts to our Odia office <laughs> at 53 West Jackson, uh, Suite 1523, that's in Chicago, Illinois, 60607. 60604. 60604. Care of Stephanie Cosgrove and Megan Zayden. Yeah, don't forget about me. Yeah, but, you know, preferably I think we like, you know, Visa or Amazon gift cards or... Um, or just like cakes. Cakes. Yes, we always enjoy cakes. Puppies. I don't... I'm going to forego the puppy. All right. But you can have my puppy. <laughs> thank so, you. Thank you for listening, everybody. And tune in next time on Brain Lava.